Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Champumogyong. Champumogyong, Book 1 True Parents' Advent and the Era of True Parents Adam and Eve, the first human ancestors, should have obeyed God's commandment, do not eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, and safely passed through the growing period. Had they done so, they would have become perfected human beings, then received the marriage blessing as the first husband and wife, and become the good ancestors of humankind. However, Adam and Eve were unable to overcome Satan's temptation. While they were still in the growing period, before they reached individual perfection, specifically at the completion level of the growth stage, they ate the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil and committed the original sin. In doing so, they defiled God's lineage. As a result, Adam and Eve could not become the good human ancestors. Instead, they begat evil descendants who formed fallen families, fallen tribes, fallen societies, fallen nations, and the fallen world. This brought about hell on earth and in heaven. This was something that God never intended. To save fallen humanity, God sent Jesus as the Messiah to the Jewish people whom he had chosen and prepared for 4,000 years. Jesus was God's only begotten Son and the Messiah, who was to fulfill the mission of the second Adam. If the Jewish people had believed in Jesus and united with him, he would have chosen a woman from among them as the second Eve to be his bride. Together, they would have received the marriage blessing and become the first God-centered husband and wife and the true parents of humankind. Thus, they would have fulfilled the work of the providence of human salvation. Jesus came as the Messiah, and his true significance was that he was the second Adam. When his path was blocked midway due to the disbelief of the chosen people, God had to carry out the dispensation to send the Messiah again, this time as the third Adam. The 2,000-year history of Christianity was a providence of spiritual salvation. The resurrected Jesus and the Holy Spirit led this providence by performing the work of rebirth. This work laid the foundation upon which humankind would welcome the third Adam, the Messiah at the second advent. The returning Messiah will not descend from the sky. As in the time of Jesus, he will be born of a woman as a baby who is God's only begotten son. Just as the Jews were meant to attend Jesus, Christians are meant to believe in and attend the Messiah at the second advent. The returning Messiah needs to uncover and clarify every detail behind how the first human ancestors came to commit the original sin. In so doing, he must reveal the identity of Satan and remove the root of sin. Then the returning Messiah must prevail over the realms of the spirit world in a life and death struggle and finally bring Satan to voluntary submission. Based on this accomplishment, he must be recognized by countless leaders and founders of religious traditions as the returning Messiah, the True Father. Moreover, the Messiah, at the second advent, needs to find the embodiment of the Holy Spirit, God's begotten daughter who has been prepared as the fruit of the providence of salvation. When he receives her as his bride, God's will finally can take root on earth. What has just been described is how, through the Messiah at the second advent, God will fulfill the providence of inaugurating the true parents. For this purpose, God enabled two people to be born on earth. Sun Myung Moon is the true father. He is the Messiah at the second advent and the third Adam. Hak Jahan is the true mother. She comes as the bride of the Messiah at the second advent, the third Eve and the embodiment of the Holy Spirit. They were both born in Korea, 
a country with a long history, whose people have maintained its rich culture and traditions. The country's founding principle encompasses heaven and earth, benefit all humankind, and transform the world with principles. It is a country that has long cherished peace, and its suffering people have revered God. True Father was born on the sixth day of the first lunar month in 1920, in Chengju, North Pyongan province. God raised him through his childhood and youth for his special providence. Then, at Easter time when he was 15 years old, Jesus appeared to him and urged him to accept God's call to inherit the mission of the Lord at the second advent. For the next 12 years, he set out on a bloody path of suffering to clarify the truth. Finally, he discovered the principle of creation, the human fall and the root of sin, human beings' portion of responsibility, and the principles underlying the providence of restoration through indemnity. He also unraveled the tangled course of the history of the providence of salvation. God sent the returning Lord as the central figure of the providence of restoration through indemnity. At the same time, he also conducted the providence to restore the third Eve, who is to come as the spouse of the returning Lord. Around the time of True Father's birth, a spiritual awakening began in Korea. True Mother's father and mother also joined and became part of that movement. True Mother was born on the sixth day of the first lunar month in 1943 at the home of her maternal grandparents in Anju, South Pyongan province. True Mother grew up in a family with three successive generations of only daughters. Her grandmother, Jo Won Mo, her mother, Hong Soon A, Temunim, and True Mother, a family that believed that the returning Lord would be born on earth. Spiritual recognition of True Mother included a blessing on her when she was just six years old, that she would become heaven's bride. That blessing was given by the mother of Reverend Ho Ho Bin of the Inside the Womb Church. Shortly after Korea recovered its independence on August 15, 1945, it was divided into North and South. True Father began his public ministry centered on Christianity in South Korea. Because of the disbelief of the prepared spiritual groups, True Father had to go to Pyongyang in North Korea, where he continued to witness. There, however, due to false accusations of the Communist Party and the jealousy of the established Christian churches, he was sent to prison. True Father ended up going twice through an indescribable path of suffering. Nevertheless, he was able to establish a victorious foundation of restoration through indemnity, both spiritually and physically, by the time he was released from the Hungnam labor camp during the Korean War. Thereafter, he headed south and finally, on May 1, 1954, founded the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity in Seoul. In the year in which True Father reached the age of 33, he set the condition to indemnify Jesus' suffering life of 33 years. On that foundation, True Father made a new beginning with an able-type religious organization to carry the providence on behalf of Christianity. After the founding of the Holy Spirit Association, many Christian believers who heard the words of the principle that True Father introduced were moved and flocked to him. However, other Christian denominations felt threatened and redoubled their efforts to persecute him. Their false accusations even caused him to be imprisoned again. Despite these troubles, his followers came to have even firmer faith in True Father as the Messiah at the Second Advent. Their faith enabled him to set and fulfill the condition for success in bringing the providence of restoration to the completion level of the growth stage. Hence, on April 11, 1960, 
14 years after he began his public ministry following the liberation of Korea, he finally received his bride. She was true mother, whom God had specially raised and prepared to be the embodiment of the Holy Spirit while protecting her and keeping her separated from evil. On that day, the holy wedding of the true parents was held, which instituted the marriage blessing. With it, the marriage supper of the Lamb foretold in chapter 19 of the book of Revelation finally took place. That prophecy denoted the holy wedding of the Messiah at the second advent, when he would receive his prepared bride, the embodiment of the Holy Spirit, and they would become the true husband and true wife. That historic day opened the gate to the realization of the ideal of creation that God, the creator of heaven and earth, had cherished since the very beginning. It ushered in the day when Adam and Eve, as originally envisioned at the time of creation, could be manifested as true parents. Finally, it became possible for humankind to receive the grace of rebirth, by which they can completely be rid of original sin. In 1994, after True Parents had worked for 40 years with the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity to bring unity and restore through indemnity all the conditions necessary to bring Satan to submission, they founded the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification to continue in its place. Through the Family Federation, True parents are proclaiming that the ideal world as originally intended at the time of creation will be built through the expansion throughout the world of ideal families, centered on the true parents, who have come to earth as the true ancestors of humankind. Through the enthronement ceremony for God's kingship, which was held on January 13, 2001, and the Chanjanggung entrance ceremony and coronation of true parents as the king and queen of peace in heaven and on earth, Held on June 13, 2006, True Parents dissolved God's bitter sorrow by restoring His sovereignty over the cosmos. In this way, they laid the foundation for the Kingdom of God to take firm root on earth. Finally, they established the 13th day of the first month by the heavenly calendar in 2013 as the foundation day of the cosmic nation of peace and unity, Chanelguk. In the final reporting prayer of His earthly life, 21 days before his holy ascension, on the 17th day of the seventh month by the heavenly calendar, September 3rd, in 2012, True Father declared that the providence of salvation had been concluded. He instructed all blessed members to take on the mission of tribal messiahs who can represent their nations, and he proclaimed, everything is finished. As True Father and True Mother together, True parents perfected the dual characteristics of the incorporeal God in corporeal form. They are the models that humanity needs to emulate and learn from by studying their lives, their teachings, the traditions they established and their achievements. True parents are the original root. They are absolute, unique, without precedent, and they will never come again. True parents' light will forever illuminate the world with the truth and love of God. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.